All right. Good morning, Rabbi Isai. How's everybody doing? Start off with an email to explain the Eli uh, Neshama, Aliyah Nechama. Hi, Rabbi Stefanski. Hope you and your family are doing well. I sent you a picture of my four-year-old copying my husband learning the daf at the dining room table. So a couple months ago, I reached out to you about my mother, Miss Ruthie Dahan, who was in need of Rachmi Shemayim from COVID. Unfortunately, she was nifteris, and today, Tuesday, is Rishloshim. Our family went through a lot. My brother was nifter from COVID the same day my mother went into the hospital. So she never knew about his ptira. Well, now she does. So if you can please have my mother in mind today when you're giving the yeshir, Dafiyomi, Rachel Esther, Bas Mordechai, Shoshama should have an aliyah. May you bench you with Ketis Hatzlacha. May you never know of such tsar, Ksiva, Vechasim, Toiva, Mrs. Levine. Unbelievable. So, Lilnish Masimi, Marosi, Rus, Bas, Mordechai, Aliyah Nechama for Rachel Esther, Bas, Mordechai, and whose son who was Nifter four months before, I mean back then, Ravchai Micheskel Shrago Ben Yitzchok Yaakov Shmiras. The Neshama should have an Aliyah. Um, so, as I said, yesterday I received six different things. Called them presents. Um, we, we received a new, uh, it was a gift, a new audio system. We're not using it yet, but we should be up and running with it tomorrow, hopefully. Um, and then, from all the gifts, they're all beautiful gifts, one thing that I, I really, really touched me, Rabbi Dambi came to my house with a new one. So now we're all set to go. I don't have to worry, use a mask or anything like that. So this is amazing. Ishkoyach. This is from uh, Benjamin Schwartz. I hope all the items made it without getting destroyed. We quadruple wrap the cups. Here are the cups. I don't know if you could see them. I'll take one. However, that's called it. Uh, I know you always joke that you can't say anything as people will send it to you. Here are the cups and the napkins, all from the seam. This is how they went all out on the seam. And the bag. Oh, the bags, everything. You should see this box. The box was literally this big, 100 bags. Dailam is welcome to take bags. I, have to, I didn't bring a lot of them, but we will have. This five-town seam. Here it is. The mug, the napkin that matches the mug with the logo. Unbelievable. So he says, I know you always joke that you can't say anything as people send it to you. However, that's because it's only your tangible way of saying thank It's our only tangible way of saying thank you. Your love for the daf is palpable and allows us to have a piece of that feeling. Okay, I'll skip that. I can't imagine how you... Yeah, okay. Fine. So may Hashem grant you with koyach to keep going for many, many years to come. Best regards, Binyamin Schwartz from the five towns. Yishkoyach Binyamin. Now, he said that I can't say anything. So there's a, I should, we should compile a list of things I can't say. It started out, I can't say Hashem's name, and then I can't make fun of my wife, and I can't make fun of my kids. It's like a bunch of Isurim. So here, yesterday I said the, the above myself, maybe it was perhaps above myself from my Bobby, who said you can't drink uh, semi-cooked water. So this is from Rabbi Schoenberg. We miss him. He should come here to the base manager. So he writes here, I'm writing in defense of grandmothers. You mentioned above my in connection with grandmothers, this parodying is actually based on a mistake. It's always been a Jewish way to respect grandparents in any way they say, in anything they say. The kids are a little musser from our Kain Zakin. 
Gitzah, the term Baba Ma'isa, meaning a piece of fiction, has nothing to do with Baba, meaning grandmother. The origin is the first fiction book written in Yiddish in 1507 in Italy. And here's a picture of the book. It's called Baba D'Antona. The Kitzer, that's where the Baba Ma'isa started from, but it has nothing to do with the Baba. It has to do with some sort of soldier or whatever. It was secular, but Okay, so put it on the list. I can't say Baba Ma'isa anymore. And finally... Uh, I received a, a stender, a tabletop stender, beautiful tabletop stender from Eichler's, all within the same day. The, the, the flowers from South Africa for my wife. Uh, what else? What am I missing? Oh, the glasses from Texas. Don't forget those. A piece of Texas. Thank you so much for teaching me Gemara Masaf the Shabbos. You've had a tremendous impact on my life and learning, and I highly doubt I'll ever be able to repay you for it. Every day I get an enormous amount of inspiration from you and your shir and all you do for myself and the MDY family in Klai Yisrael. should bless you with strength to continue to spread Torah throughout the world and to continue Mechayel Ochoyel until Mashiach comes. This is from Harry Shalom from Los Angeles. Yishar Koyach Harry. Today is Daf Lamed. This is another thing they gave out. These little markers. It's not about the Daf. It's about the Yoimi. Daf Lamed. Daf Lamed. You hear what's going on here, Rabbi Isai? Number 30. I'm not saying it's 30 dafim, but number 30. We're holding five lines to the bottom of Chav Tesom and Beis. Om Rabbi Yudah Meshmuel. We just had the other day that Shmuel told Rabbi Yudah, Shinino, you're the sharp one. His most famous Talmud, I would have to say. Om Rabbi Yudah, Om Shmuel. Kol Shu Lifton. Anything that accompanies the bread. Let's say peanut butter. It goes together with the bread. Kedei Lechol Boy. Enough peanut butter to smear on the bread. So you don't need, let's say bread, you need uh, two, two pieces of bread, whatever the suda is, four pieces total. You don't need that amount. Two teaspoons of uh, peanut butter, whatever, whatever you smear on, on the bread. So it's a much lesser shear for muzzling state sudas to make an erv with. Basachai, carpaccio. Oh, what? Kol she'eni lifton, thank you. Kol she'eni lifton. Kedei lechol menu. Basically, what you're telling me is that all those days that you weren't here, which was five months, I skipped a lot of words. But I got it from uh, Yossi Klein from uh, Lakewood. He tells me afterwards. Now, if it's not something that accompanies the bread, it's the actual food itself, it's the steak. Last night we decided how big of a steak do you need? Since the Seum in New York, in Flatbush, the steaks were 64 ounces. So from then on, meat is 64 ounces. So you have to have two 64-ounce steaks if you want to make an Erev out of steak. If it's raw meat, carpaccio, what you eat, however much you eat from that on a sitting. Now we have a, a machlaikis in roasted meat. To eat it together, because Roasted meat, I guess you eat together with a pita, you eat it together with a piece of bread. So it's not the amount of meat, it's the amount of meat that goes together with the bread. It's a very small amount. It's a sandwich meat, it's a slice, whatever it is. Certainly not 64 ounces. No, even roasted meat, it's the amount that you eat a full meal, two meals of this roasted meat. I can prove it to you. In our days we'd call them Americans, let's say. You know, you go to the smorg in America, nobody washes. If you wash, you waste your appetite on bread. You eat the meat straight. You keep on eating. Like you go over the smorg, you just you put your mouth in, the guy fills it up. 
They eat this, this roasted meat without bread. What we're going to bring a riot from these fressers. We said yesterday, you can't really prove from, okay, but at least, Tyson points out, what they're doing is okay, in their place. But you're not going to make a halacha and tell you set the air of limits based on what they do in paras. But nan, big day aniyim laniyim, when it comes to tumah, more specifically, tumas medras, it has to do with what type of person, what, where you rank in society. If you're an ani, so then we go, your beged is going to be three fingers by three fingers. That's how big the piece of cloth is, right over here. That's considered chasher for you, it's chasher for you, it's a beged, mikabal tumah. But if you're an usher, it goes by three fists, by three, three tfachim by three tfachim much larger. Anything less than this, they throw away. And then it says, Big day ashirim la ashirim, big day ashirim la aniim loy. Now these are very difficult words. Daflamid omid aleph on the top. Big day ashirim la aniim loy. Big day ashirim, we said, means three tfachim by three tfachim. So that's not good for Ani. What, all of a sudden Ani is a better man? She needs more than this? Obviously not. So what does it mean? You have to stick in a word. They don't need three by three. They could go lower. Look at Rashi for a second. Says Rashi, anytime Rashi says means that we have a big problem with the wording. The words are just not, they just don't fit. Something's wrong here. Okay. So what are you asking? So you see from Aniyim that it goes, it goes by each individual. If you're Ani, it's like this, Asher like that, in parts like this, over there like that. So, right, right. That's, that's, that's why. For Ani, it's, this is very valuable. So for the rest of the world, you, you need a lot less meat. You don't need the amount of paras. Paras, they eat a tremendous amount because they're not eating the bread. They're eating straight meat. But the rest of the world, their, their eruv should be the lesser amount, whatever you put in a sandwich. A quarter of the amount, whatever it is. V'chit perhaps they'll say no. You know why? V'chit we made a chumrah by Eruv. We said, go with the larger amount. Why not? We like to be machmer on people. Why should I give the guy, why should I let the guy off the hook with a slice of pastrami? It has to be two pounds, whatever you eat at a shmorg, not what, what you eat with bread. So that's a chumrah for Eruv. When it comes to, to tumah, we're going to say that even a small amount is mekabal tumah. That's a bigger chumrah than saying a larger amount. Even the smaller beged is mekabotuma, and when it comes to the Eruv, I'm also going to be machmer and say, in order to make an Eruv kosher, I need a ton of meat. Don't be stingy and give me one piece of meat. But that's not true, says the Gemara. But how you? If a person in Rahman al-Islam is sick, he can barely eat. So his Eruv is a tiny amount. Ula on a big fat fresser, so let's take off that other word, a big fresser, Besu the baininess. 
Yeah, those guys that go to Papagayo every shade of the Hamishi, all you can eat buffet. So what, he's going to go with a little piece of meat? That's his suda? He needs a serious suda. Six types of meat. But it says, no. Yes, based on what he needs, he needs a tremendous amount. But he gets away with a tiny suda that an average human being, a short little guy, an average guy, that's his suda, that's the rafton suda. So you know, a oh, fresher, big meal. Not a fresher, like my kids. I have two boys that are a meal for them, Shabbos meal. Anybody invited us knows. Slice of challah. That's it. Zero. Not a dip. Oh, one kid puts a little salt on it. I'm not, I'm not exaggerating. Beloy guzma. Although one of them is digging into my kakash cake. That's a big problem. So, but when it comes to Erov, we don't care about this guy. We don't care. There's a, the medium guy. In other words, it's Likula. This is Gemara Kashio. It's a big Kashio of Yosef. Yosef says that we base it on Parsim. And Parsim eat a lot of meat. Over here we see that we go Likula by Erov. Erov goes Likula, whatever the lower amount is, that's what we take. Not the Parsim amount. That's <clears> the <throat> Gemara. Umiyamar Rabshim bin Allah Zahachi, that a Rafton, a Fresser, there must be a better word for that. That A who? Okay, fresher. No, you're right. It is a glutton. It is a glutton. You're right. You're right. I just. Sapasnished. The Rebbe and the Rebbe and Besitzchok didn't say glutton. He said the fresher. Finished. End the story. You didn't This is better for the dictionary and this is better for. What, what, what pass over here? Like the word pass, pass. Not a good one. All right. That even a person that eats a lot, he, he goes to me, the medium meal. Listen to this, Rabbi Isai, okay? So you have a mace in a house. Everything we know, oil a mace, everything in the room becomes tamay. But here's the big chiddush. If the door is closed, everything that's on the other side of the door Underneath the door jam is Tomei, because we say that you're eventually going to take the mace out of there, so it's Tomei now. Now, how big is this door? He needs a door the size of himself. I found the picture, Rabbi Sai, not joking. Here's a guy that, taking him out of a house, he weighs like 700 pounds. So they literally, here, here you can see what the window looked like. They, there's two windows, crane, you need a crane. They took the guy out like this. So this would be the size. You need this size for this mace so that this jam right over here, everything's Tomei. But this little window right over here, not Tomei. Mamish, I don't know. So Abai says, okay, don't bring me a riot from this mace. What, what are you expecting to do? What, you, want to, you, want to, you want them to slice him up thinly and take him out the front door? There's only, it, it's a physical thing. He is going to go out from that giant door. You have to create a larger opening for him. That's where you take him out. said that this rafton, or even uh, this guy that's coming out of the door, this, this call him whatever you want, Zaftakiyid, coming out of the doorway has to be his size. Does anybody argue on it? Yes. 
Toshma. Domer Rabbi Rebbechan Omer Biyachanun Oig Melech Habashan. Referring, it's not referring to the Oig in Tanakh. Referring to Shaquille O'Neal, you know, giant guy. Pischoi Ba'arba. Oh, so Fort Fachem. Obviously, this guy's not Fort Fachem. So what do you see from here? You don't need a five foot wide or I don't know, a big ten foot wide opening. Four tvachim is enough. Says Gemara, not a good raya. Hasim dikip sachim ketanim tuva v'kechad have arba. You're talking about a house that has many openings, smaller ones. One of them, the largest one, is four. If a guy is going to enlarge an opening, he's going to start with the largest one that he has so far, and go, that's why that four tvachim we're saying is enough. In the name of Rav, Ma'arvin bebasar chayi can make an Erev with raw meat. Omer Rav Shimi barchiyah Ma'arvin bebeitzim chayos. We have the big schos of having two world famous chazanim to listen every day on Zoom. Simon Cohen and Dov Farkish from uh, Australia. Simon Cohen is from Iran. We all, we saw in the video. Bekitzer, they probably understand this. I don't, I, I never asked Simon, I think I did ask Simon once about this beitzim chayos. Raw eggs. It's known that chazanim do it. Whether or not it's just a rumor, maybe it's just a Baba Maisa, I have to say Baba I had to say Baba Maisa. You're not going to take my words away. I'm running out of words. Ma'arvim beitzim chayos. You make an Eruv with raw eggs. Vikama. I know the oil is makbin. No, they boil up the eggs today, no? Don't they boil the eggs? What? And you drink it for. No, thank you. Nothing. Well, but you put it with vanilla milk. Okay. Ma'arvin beitzitz chayos. Vikamo. How many eggs? Over Rachma Yitzchok. Achas, I think it says here. Should have looked it up before. Tosoifer. Oh boy. Is it the machlokes? Not machlokes. Okay. Sinai Omar. Remember, we had Oikoharim. Sinai Oikoharim. Sinai is Rav Yosef Stein. Two eggs. Hanoi de Menam Mazay Mutabemayim. If a person says, makes a, a neder, makes a valley, he's not going to eat any food. Mazon, sustenance. He's allowed to eat, he's allowed to drink water and eat salt. So we, we, we're going to be using this word, sustenance. It gives you sustenance. It's mazon. Keeps you alive. It's not considered sustenance. Now, yeah, people drink water. They also breathe. But... Oxygen is not considered sustenance. You can't live without it. You can't live without water. But it's not sustenance. It's not food that gives you sustenance. But everything else is considered sustenance. Think about the bracha. Sustenance. Because Baruch Hu creates sustenance. He says, no, that bracha only applies. They both say, it's for the five. now what about the watermelon? Watermelon sustenance, we just said. The only two things that are not, water and salt. Everything else in the world, yes. So it's a big kasha, Rabbi Shmuel says, you asking me kasha from here? If you remember Mesechus Brachas, we already knocked them out, they're gone. We got rid of Rabbi Shmuel Shita. This is an additional question on what they're saying. Omer Rav Huno, Ba'oymer kol hazan alai. What we're saying in the Mishnah is when a person says, call hazan, he's not saying sustenance, it has to satisfy. There's enough community between sustenance and satisfy. Now I satiate, I feel satiated and satisfied. Satiated is a good word, yeah, satiated. 
Boy me call Azon Olai. Says Gemara. What? Everything else in the world satiates you? Forget about uh, gives you sustenance, but it satiates you. The famous Gemara that we learned. I don't know. I believe it's Kabbalah, this Gemara. When we used to walk behind Rabbi Yochanan, remember those famous fruits from Ginoisar by the Kinneret, whatever it was. Right, right, right. He had so much oil on his face. If we had a hundred Talmudim following him, each one would bring ten. Ten times a hundred is a thousand fruits. If we were only ten, each one of us would schlep a hundred fruits. We had a thousand. And we couldn't even carry, because the size was huge. And Rabbi Yochanan would eat them all. And he would say, I don't have any sustenance from this. So you see, there's something else called Paris Gnoisar that also doesn't provide sustenance. And you're telling me it's only salt and water. So he made a shvua that it's not a muzzin, that it doesn't satisfy him, that it doesn't, not that it doesn't give him sustenance. On the satiation part, that's what he said. It's, I'm not satiated. As much as I eat, yeah, if you're on, on one of these uh, diets, the vegetable diet, you eat a lot of vegetables, you can eat and eat, you, know, you still don't feel satiated. It might give you sustenance, but not the satiation. That's what Rabbi Yechon was saying. Okay, I don't know if I should do this to you. I just want to show you. I, at 7 o'clock, I did it at 8 o'clock. It was 7 o'clock, sorry. 7 o'clock, right before Shear. This is not really going to help, but I just want to explain to you that we're going through an eight-step Gemara. Simple steps, very, but we have to halt cup. So let's go about pen maybe once, and then it'll be easier in the Gemara. I don't know if this will help. Basically, Rav Huna says, that if a person says that this bread, I'm making sure I'm not going to touch this kika, but he says in the Lashon of Alai, he means he's not going to have any hanar from it whatsoever. Any hanar means he can't make an Erev out of it. If he said, Oichel, I'm not going to eat it, so he can make an Erev out of it. He could have hanar of Erev. But if a person says, Allah, Allah is more like zero hanar. Zero hanar includes an Erev. Fine. So then the Gemara asks, what? Uh, no. How much of the Chefza am I answering? Is it only the Kiko part, the food part, or everything? A little different. Then we bring a brisa that says that neither kikar. So the, the Gemara says the brisa is not talking about a lie. Fine, one of those. Now in the brisa it says shalayt hameno. It says mafurish. I'm not going to taste it. So you see, oh, the brisa is talking about food. He's not going to eat it, but he didn't say I'm not going to have any enough from it. And then the Gemara says, okay, so if so, a lie is good, right? It is good. So then listening bidida. So then the brisa should have machlokes within itself. Whether he said a lie or he didn't say a lie. Why does the Bryce jump all the way to catch him? You want to make an afkimina and what a person says? Does he say zoo or he says a lie? Why does the Bryce make an afkimina? Whether he says zoo or it's catch him. Don't jump to catch him. So the Gemara says chesuri mechzera. Typical. Classic. Yeah, it's, that's what it meant. Okay, so a lie is good? A lie is good. So then why does Ravuna say a lie is not good? So finally, step eight is Ravuna says... It's not good because he holds like somebody else. He holds like Rebbe Yezer. He has, he has, Let's see it inside. It's 15, 
15 lines. Let's hold cup here. Omer Avuno, by the time it goes to four lines from the bottom of the Omer, not a big deal. This is not a chiddush at all. This it says in the Mishnah. If a person says, I'm not, I can't eat from this, so he's no different than a nazar that can't drink from the wine, and you could make an error from the wine. A person says, I'm not eating this bread, but other people could eat from the bread. Make an error. Here's the chiddush. Kikazu, a lie, he uses the word, a lie, can't make an error with it. If a person says, I'm not going to have any anor from this bread, he can make an error. Now Rashi explains, all the way in the bottom, that, and he likes that pshat the most, he says that, mitzvahs lav lehenu Okay, that's all Tyson says on the Lav So, I can't, I'm not having enough from my Erev, because an Erev is only, we're going to learn, Erev is only for a mitzvah, ledvar mitzvah, not stam for your enjoyment. Memela, I'm not enjoying the bread. I'm making a mitzvah with it. So you can't tell me you can't, even though I don't have, I'm not allowed to have enough from the bread, but all I'm doing is making an Erev for a mitzvah. Fine. But this is the Nakuda. If a person says a lie, I'm not going to have any Hanor from it. Ravuna says, no Erev. And the Bryce says, My love, the Omer lied. L'chariah means that he said a lie. Lie. The Omer Zoom. It doesn't say anywhere in the Bryce that he said the word a lie. So I'll just be doichek. I'll say, it could fit in with Ravuna if I really want to. He said zu. And zu Ravuna said is okay. If I say I'm not going to eat from it, I could use it as a... Ravuna only says when, I'm, when I say no hano whatsoever. And I'll prove it to you from the Bryce itself. It's talking about not eating, not tasting. But if he says a lie, so what step is this? And over here, step number four. But okay, because he said I'm not going to taste it. He could use it. And what if he said a lie? I'm not going to have any honor from it. So he can't use it. Continues the price continues. If you have a piece of bread that's hegdish, I can't make a. I can't make an Erev with it. Why can you make it? Rabbi Isai, answer, question. Why can't I make an Erev with a piece of bread that's Egdish? Because what? Because he can have a Na. Very good, but it's a much better answer. What were you saying? I think what you're saying is better. Because nobody could eat it. No one could eat it. Nobody can make a Suda out of it. Forget about that he can have a Na from it. No one in the world could eat it. It's not a Suda. Fine. So why are you telling me a case of... He says, he takes a bread from Hegdish. You're jumping all the way to the Vesamikdash. Even in our days, there's a case that you can't do it. If a person says, a lie. Wouldn't it be a lot better? Two cases. One case, he says, zu. I could use it as a A lie. I can't use it. Why are you jumping to Hegdish? So what are you telling me? Okay, so I'll go with you. I'll flow with you, says Ravuna. A lie is a good Erev. Tashi Reisha. In the Reisha, maybe I skipped that. Spot. I might have skipped that. Anyway, you'll tell me later if I skipped. But in the Reisha it says that if I don't taste it, then I can use it. Mashma, that a lie is not good. Why does, why does the Bryce use a lotion of don't, he said he's not going to taste it. He's not going to eat it. Just use a lotion of a lie, a much stronger lotion. In fact, it does say it in, in there. That what? 
If a person makes a nether from bread, you can make air. Even if he said, a lie, yeah, when the Bryce says, it means he says a lie and he meant it's as if he said a In other words, it's in that Bryce. It's just, you have to explain it. Ravuna says, if a person says a lie, you cannot use it as an Eruv. The Bryce says, you could use it as an Eruv. Says the with At the end of the day, Yeshal Milismoich, his name is Rabbi Eliezer, the Sayyid of Eliezer Oimer, Shvush Loyachal Kikazu, Marvim Leiba. Kikazu Alai. If a person says, this is our case, if a person says Kikazu Alai, ain't Marvim Leiba. So you ask me a cash on Ravuna? Ravuna says, like Rabbi Eliezer. Ask the Gemara, step number nine, not in here. Umiyom Rabbi Eliezer, Hachi, Vatani Zaklal, Adam Oyser Latsam Boychal, Marvim Leiba. If a person says that he's not going to eat the bread, he could do an air with it. So that's pretty much like what we said Rabbi Eliezer says, that you can't use a piece of bread if he says, I'm not going to have any enough from it. Rabbi Eliezer says, you could make an air of Only in Hegdish you can. There's two Tanaim that are Mechulik, what Rebbe Leza said. So Ravuna holds like the Tana that says, Rebbe Leza said that a lie is no good. And over here it says before, so Rebbe Leza said, a lie is good. Okay, fine. New Sogya, Marvin the Nazabiyayin, says in the Mishnah that even a Nazar who can't drink wine can make an Eruv out of wine, even though he can't make a Sud out of it. Why? What's Pshat? Wow, if he's leaving, it's early. No. Okay, we still have 15 minutes. It's good. The Sanya Bishami Yoimrim, a Marvim, the Nazar Biyayin, the Sorob Truma. Bishami say, no good. A Nazir cannot use wine for an Erev. An Israel cannot use Truma for an Erev. Basil Yoimrim, Marvim, the Nazar Biyayin, the Sorob Truma. Basil are of the opinion that as long as somebody in the world could eat from the Suda, we're good. It doesn't have to be that person himself. Here's the argument in the Brisa. So returning to the Flamidum Bays, sponsored by uh, Dr. Listhouse, Lili Nishmas, Mordechai Yosef, Ben Aaron Listhouse, and by Asher, Lili Nishmas' mother, Roiza Bas, the Yomen, and he says, Rabbi Sai, it's in your. Very good. But it has to be better than that. What's the better way? It's in, you have the ability to choose. No, I'm adding ad I want to explain what he's trying to say here. Not stop, make it great. Make it great. It's not a movie line. He's saying, Rabbi Isai, you get up in the morning. It's up to you. It's you. You can't blame the world. It's up to you. <laughs> Don't be a what? Don't be a friend. <laughs> it's up to you. You want to be a fresher today? Be a fresher. You can make it a great day and just be healthy. Fine. <laughs> you hear this, Rabbi Isai? A guy wants a, a guy's allowed to walk on Yom Kippur if he makes an Erev. But he can't eat the Erev. What kind of Erev is it? Huh? But it has to be Suda that he can eat. Another also, he can eat it later. He'll drink it later. Oh. So you see, Basil Tel you see, you don't have to be able to eat it right then and there. Omerlan, Avil, you're 100% right. Yep, on Yom Kippur you could. 
If it works for uh, an adult. Ayim Kippur, even though he can't eat it, so what's the difference? Yisrael can't eat the truma, somebody else will eat it. And, but what's the point? Why Ayim Kippur could a god eat it? Because a cotton could eat it. So no, so, but it's not him. It's his kid. It's somebody's neighbor's kid. So too, it's not me. It's Rabbi Schoenberg who gave me Musa. He'll eat it. He'll eat the truma. So the Gemara, Beishamai, Ubeishamai, Hosom, Ikesuda, Haruyim, Meboidyoim. Yom Kippur, I could eat the meal beforehand, right before. It's never right for this person. And the story, it's not in his, it's not in his, I don't know what the word is. It's not in his category. This Yisrael can never eat truma in his life. But this meal was right from before, so it's his meal. Punk today, he can't eat it? Okay. There's another sheet in Bishami that says something very interesting. The Sanya. According to Hananiah, there's no such thing as Eruv. It's, it's, it's more like Eruv Mekomarim. It's like selling chums before Pesach to the guy. You're making a trick here. You have to bring your tools, your, your, your socks, your suits, your hat. You have to bring everything to your Mokim Shvisa. You can't just say, oh, I put an egg, so I live 2,000 Amas away from my house. Shalom Aleichem. That's your house, really? Because you, you put an egg there? No, you want, you want to make it your house? Bring your bed, your sheets, your, your couch, everything, your computer, the whole thing. Says the Gemara, so Mela, we don't hold them in there. If you do that, if you're going to mamish, build up your house over there, then fine. If a person made an Arab in a black suit, he shouldn't walk out with his, I told you guys about that shul in the Iraitika, I have no idea, I saw it 20 something years ago with my brother in law Nachi. We walked in there, everybody's in white. White strimals, white, white uh, kapatas or bekeches, I don't know what it was, everything in white. If you made an Arab in black, basically what it means is, if you made an Arab with your gym shoes on, it doesn't mean black and white, it just means Shabbos, not Shabbos, weekday, not weekday. Yeah? Or like uh, talking about strimals. So if you're a chassid and you make your Arab with a black hat, but you have a strimal for Shabbos, you flip it around, you can't go out. Why? Because according to Hanani, you have to bring all your clothes there. All your stuff. And he didn't bring all the stuff. So if you made the Erev with one pair of clothing, you can't all of a sudden go back home and, and change clothing. It's not where it was. It had to be together with the computer and everything else at the Erev spot, at the Mokim Shvisa. Oh, that's exactly what he says. Not only clothing, your bed, everything. That's why Beishamai say, no Eruv. It really doesn't work unless there is one case that a guy's a nutcase and he brings his entire, he brings a moving company, takes everything out of his house and puts it 2,000 amas away from the city and he says, now I live there. Okay, so basically he moved. That's, it's not an Eruv. He moved. Sigmar asks a very interesting question. What happened? You're a chassid and you left your strimal at home. So it says, don't bring your strimal. Continue wearing your black hat. But your black hat you could wear. But you didn't move. At the end of the day, you have to bring all your clothing, everything, to the Mokim Shvisa. It's mashma that you don't have to. You just can't use what you left at home. You don't have to bring it. It's mashma that you could 
wear the clothing that you wore while you made the Erev. Just don't go back and grab your Shabbos clothing. So you look a little funny and chill. But that's about it. It's okay. How could that be? Chanayi says you have to bring everything to the Mokim Shvisa. It's not, a, it's not a question whether you're wearing or not. It's a question whether you, it left your house. If it didn't leave your house, then it's not an Erev. If you didn't do a complete move, it's not a good Erev. If you made your Erev with your black Bieber head, and now you can't show up to Shul and Bieber, they think you're crazy, they think you're not married anymore, you have to wear your strimal. Oh, if you need clothing, you need your Shabbos suit, you need your Shabbos shoes, whatever it is, then it's a big problem. Then it's not an Erev. Okay, so you need those things. If you, the things that you need for Shabbos, you have to bring to the Mokim Shvisa. And you don't have to necessarily wear it, but if you want to wear it, then it ruins the Erev. Even if, you don't, even if you're not wearing it, just needing it for Shabbos, you need your Shabbos clothing, that ruins the Erev. So we have two opinions in Bishamai. Hanani says you need everything according to Bishamai. You need to make an Arab with something that you physically could eat. That's the regular Bishamai. Hanani says not only that, you have to bring your entire house or whatever you need to the Makaim that you are starting your Arab from. Sumcha Zaymer Bechulan. Sumcha says that a Yisrael cannot make an Erev out of Truma, he could only make it out of Chulun. Says Gemara, we mentioned in the Mishnah. There are two cases in the Mishnah. You have a Nazar who's not allowed to drink wine. He's allowed to make an Erev out of wine. Sumchas doesn't say a word. He's, he's okay with that. Second later, a Yisrael, Tanakhama says, is allowed to make an Erev out of Truma. All of a sudden, Sukhum's just, oh, how could he make Erev out of Truma? He argues, no, only, only Chulun. What happened to Anazah drinking wine? According to Sumchos, Anazah should not be able to make an Erev out of wine. Why? My time, Efshad, the Mitchell, and Nizirus say, Nizirus is a nether. It's like any other nether. You go to the Rav, you say, I made a big mistake. I didn't realize how addicted I am to wine. I really need my wine. And, uh, Yatir Forest. <coughs> Just drink the last bottle. <coughs> no. Rabbi say, do not. I'm warning. Do not. Not Moichel. All right. My time. Efshad Mitchell and Zerusei. These are, this is good. One more of these. Ah. Efshad Mitchell and Zerusei gave me five of them in different colors. I just, you know, I can't bring the pink one here. Bezer Shem. You know what happened? I was sitting at my table. Cleaning lady. Are you crazy? This is the most valuable thing I have in the house. She threw this out. You want to throw out the, the, the whatever, throw anything else out, the computer, the, not this. How am I going to follow it? Every two seconds. Fine. Baruch Hashem for Dambi. Where is he? He has to come back. Rabbi said, get him back in the business. He says he's watching us on YouTube. That's what he told me. Oh, Mazatov of Dambi. What's the kid's name? Moshe Yosef. You remember the name? Wow. I don't think he got 46 uh, calls, but at least one from MDY. At least we know one. What's the problem? You have a bottle of wine over there for the Nerev. What are you telling me? He can't drink it. He could drink it. He'll go to the Rav. The Rav will say, 
Mutalach, 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 whatever they say, and then he's able to drink the wine. So same with truma. Truma, I, all my produce, I take, we'll say, let's call it 2%, I put aside to the kaim. Now, I take that 2% that I'm supposed to give to the kaim, I make an area of it. You're not allowed to eat it. So I'll go to the rav, and I'll say, I made a mistake. Those two apples, I want to eat them myself. They're, they're juicy, they're yummy, could I, could I switch it? I'll say, mutalach, 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 and then you'll be able to eat it. What's the chap? The Gemara says, amazing chap. You can't do that. Why? Then it's not edible. How can you eat it? It's, it's catch-22. If you take it out of truma, then that fruit doesn't have truma on it. If it doesn't have truma on it, you can't eat it. You can only eat fruit after you take truma and maestras. Says the Gemara, okay, I'm not giving up so easily. Well, I have fruit in my house. And ben hashmashas, when the Erev goes into effect. So we have to focus here. We're talking about ben hashmashas. Remember that. We're talking about when the Erev goes into effect. Let him, because if it's beforehand, so this whole sugi doesn't even start, right? So he has good, so it's not truma. It's on Shabbos, he can't change it. So we're talking about ben hashmashas. Ben hashmashas, as it goes into effect, I'm, I'm going to make truma surmises on it. I'm going to switch it. I'm going to take my truma from home, in my closet, make that my truma, and now all of a sudden these two apples that I just went to the rav, and the rav said mutalach mutalach, becomes mutal to eat because they have truma surmises. <clears throat> on fruit that's not in front of you. It has to be right there and then. You can't take fruit from your house and make a truma on fruit over there by my Erev. Says the Gemara, okay, so you're so worried about fruit not being there. Well, you have two apples. Take a little slice off one of the apples to the kain. Shalom Aleichem. Says the Gemara, the apples are exactly, we said, how many apples do we need? A kav. 24 eggs worth of apples. Remember, we said uh, peaches, five apples kav. Let's call it 12 apples. Let me show it. Take one of the 12 apples, cut it. But it says, Gemara, you can't, because you have exactly 12 apples. So if you're going to cut a little slice off the apple, now you're not going to have enough for two sudas. Talking about any case that has, says, Gemara, my pasca. Where did you get that from? What? So the whole Mishnah is talking about a case like that, exact case that he did exact, and we're so worried that somebody's going to have exact, and if he cuts off, in a situation where he, he went to the Rav and he said, and it's that case, doesn't make sense. Again, we're talking about Well, you can't make you can't make shumas and meisers, benish moshes. End of story. Shvus. What does shvus mean? Because we just came from Masechet Shabbos. Shvus means the derabbanon. So anything that the derabbanon is also, which is one of the things, you're not allowed to take shumas and meisers. Why? It's mesakim mana. It's like makim patish. So meila, they said it's also to do it benish moshes. So I'm up a prig. I can't do anything. I can't. I can't. I have fruit here that I can't take uh, truma from, and if I, it's actually truma, it belongs to the kayan, and may like, I can't eat it, and if I try to null it, even though I'm not annulling it, I could potentially annul it with a rub, but then I'll be left with food that doesn't have truma, and if I try to take truma some mice right now, I can't because it's benish mushes, soon as long you can't do benish mushes. So wait a minute. So we're discussing now does a fresher get a, ha, use a, a larger meal, a smaller meal? 
a big person, small person. So it says in the Mishnah, Every person depends on his size. So if a kohen is taking from the mincha, from the, from the soilas, from the fine flour, he sticks his hand like this into the flour and goes like that, and he grabs this much. Well, how big is his hand? We, we once spoke about Shaquille O'Neal, talking about Shaquille O'Neal, he has like a, a Meshunadika hand. Uh, Avi once had it, like, I don't know, 12 inches from size, something Meshuggah, remember? We we're learning about it. He has a hand like this big, not exaggerating, like this. So if he's a Kayan, the time of Shiach, he and a, St- a, St- a Stadermeyer, so Stadermeyer, that's a great example. I'm sure his hand is like this big. So if, he's a, if he does the thing, the Mincha, his koimitz is that much bigger than everybody else's. It goes by the person. It's not an average. It's not like an amma that we say, oh, most people from here to here is a certain amount. You go like this with your two hands. All about Yom Kippur is coming up, Rabbi Isaac. You're drinking your mouthful, your mouth. How many? Ten and a quarter inches. Unbelievable. It's literally, it's like this. Uh, yeah, even more. Zagdimara, then you wonder how can we use better free throws. And when it comes to a meal, every person, whatever they need to eat. Yol Stefanski, small piece of bread like that. Other guys, Ellie Stefanski, like that, whatever. Each person, whatever he eats. Kemar Omer Zero, Sumchasi, Domar. Whatever he, whatever is good for him, he needs to be the one in charge, whatever it's for him. So, bottom line is like this. According to Hananya Bishamai, an Eruv is only good if you bring your entire house to that place. According to the regular Bishamai, he has to be able to eat it. According to Beis Hillel, according to Beis Hillel, it's someone out there has to eat it. And according to Sumchus, he himself, whatever, it's, it's each dependent on that person. Says the Gemara, Somebody scream my name, but from his computer. What is he saying? I don't hear him. We're, we're running out of time. Uh, tell me in a second. Hold on. We said that for a sick person, small amount. A person that eats a lot, so it's a problem. Because now all of a sudden we're not going based on what, he, what he's doing. We're not going on based on what he eats. A rafton that eats a ton, his Erev his is a smaller amount than the average person. The mission is going on a chayla, he goes with a smaller amount. Of a rafton, so how come the rafton? It should be a tremendous amount. But the daito yetzel adam. A rafton, we don't care about a rafton. He, he's bottle, his das is bottle. Ulukayim bebeis apras. The Omar Rav Yehuda, did anybody think about that? A coin beis apras, real quickly. If a coin places his Erev in the base of pras, it's a big problem. Why is it a problem? Let Yisrael take it out for him. Anybody think about that? The answer is very simple. Yisrael can't take it out for him because it, it's his Mokim Shvisa. It has to be his place of dwelling. So if it's in the middle of a Beis forest, a Beis pras, where they, if he can't get there, I can't say, oh, but Yisrael will bring it to you. It's not like eating a meal. This is Mokim Shvisa. Okay. 
So we learned the base of pras that if the coin puts in the base of pras, it's okay. Domer Avi Domer Shmuel Mina Peach Odom Base of Pras back to basketball. So you remember, this is the case of from guy blowing his way through the field. There is a there's a grave that was plowed over and there's fragments of bones. If he really wants, he could get an all four and blow his way to his eruv. If people walked on it back and forth, then the, there are no fragments anymore. They're so minute that it doesn't matter anymore. Tar, the entire base of Pras is tar. Raboisai, have a wonderful day. What was Avi saying? Anything? What? Oh, you're showing a picture of the hand on, on Zoom. Okay, Shkoyach. Shirem Alois. Thank you.